Ang biyaya ng Diyos ay sumaating lahat. Marami pong salamat sa patuloy niyong pakikinig sa ating uh, um, sermon dito sa Christchurch Ortigas. At sa hapong pong ito ay uh, tatalakayin muli natin ang uh, pagiging alagad. Para kay Kristo tayo ay alagad. At ano nga ba pinagkaiba nito? At uh, ano nga ba talaga ito? Ikaw ba ay tunay na alagad o ikaw ay nagpapanggap lamang na alagad? So, ito yung mga uh, pag-uusapan natin sa uh, araw na ito. At uh, I am hoping that um, every one of us have a open heart and open mind on all the things that we will say in this passage. If you have your Bibles with you, I would like you to open it in the uh, Um, the book of John, John chapter 8. But before anything else, tayo po ay uh, manalangin. Samahan niyo po ako. Dakilang Diyos na makapangyarihan sa lahat, kami po ay uh, malapit sa inyo na mayroong pagpapakumbaba sa aming mga puso. Kayo po, Panginoon, ang uh, itinataas namin sa araw na ito. Kayo lamang po at wala ng iba. Salamat po. Uh, dahil uh, sa uh, lahat ng Uh, mga ginagawa niyo, Panginoon, dahil ito sa inyong pag-ibig at wala pong measure. Hindi namin kaya nga uh, sukatin ang inyong pag-ibig sa amin. Salamat po muli, Panginoon. Gabayan niyo po kami sa pag-aaral ng inyong salita sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen and amen. The question so far is that are we a disciple of Jesus Christ? For the past four Sundays, we talk about being a disciple. And we will continue on sa usapin na pagiging alagad dito sa uh, ating theme. At ang theme natin, alam natin yan, you come, you follow, and you go. So ito yung ating theme for the month. At um, kahit na ngayong July, alam ko na sabi mo, month ng June yun, ngayong July na, pagpapatuloy po natin ito dahil marami pa po tayong mga bagay na nais na malaman patungkol sa pagiging alagad ni Kristo. So, if you have your Bibles with you, I would like you to open it in the book of John, particularly in John chapter 8. And um, uh, doon sa pag-uusapan natin dito sa book of John, alam ko na marami tayong mapupulot pagdating sa pagiging alagad. John chapter 8, at uh, ito ay pag, uh, mabasahin natin doon sa verse 31. Sabi doon, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in Him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. Again, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in Him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. Alam nyo, Maraming katanungan pagka pinag-usapan ang uh, tinatawag na um, pagiging alagad. At dito sa passage na to, na si Jesus mismo ang nagsalita nito. Ang unang tanong ay, what does it truly mean to be a disciple? Um, pangalawa, siguro naisip din natin, what is Jesus referring to by the phrase, my word? And then, what does it mean to be in that word? Sabi niya doon, if you abide in my word, and what does it mean to abide there? 
And what's the relationship between abiding in His Word and truly being His disciple? So marami ng katanungan, ano? Siguro, huwag na natin masyadong uh, uh, palalimin pa ng uh, komplikado yung katanungan. I think those questions are uh, deep enough to know more about being a disciple according to what Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 31. So, what does it mean to truly be Jesus' disciples? Paano nga ba? Sabi niya doon, again, sabi ni Jesus, Jesus said to the Jews, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. What this phrase, truly my disciples, ano nga ba yung yung totoong, ah, totoong alagad ng Panginoon. It implies that there are disciples who are not truly disciples. Gaya nga na sinabi ko kanina, may nagpapanggap. At gaya rin ng uh, pagpapanggap na yon throughout centuries, history, church history, malalaman natin na napakarami ng mga naitala na hindi naman talaga alagad ng Panginoong Jesus. The word truly means really. Ah, truly means really. Really, my disciples. In other words, there are real and unreal disciples. There are authentic and inauthentic disciples. Or, yung, ano tayo, yung very captured na word natin. Merong totoo, merong fake the disciples. There is disciples that is merely outward and disciples that goes down to the root. You see, the world is not just divided into two groups. Huh? Disciples of Jesus and non-disciples. It is divided into three groups. Non-disciples, unreal disciples, and real disciples. Anong ibig mong sabihin, Pastor? Ang ibig ko sabihin, sa pag-aaral ng uh, salita ni Jesus, makikita natin na kahit na doon sa mga nagsasabing sila'y alagad, meron pa rin hindi, hindi natutuong halagad ng Panginoong Yesus. Siguro, marahil, maraming nag-iisip, nagtataka, bakit ganito ang ating uh, paksa ngayong araw na to? Dahil sa uh, dapat nating malaman, ito ay hindi upang uh, i-separate yung mga hindi totoo. Ito ay um, masasabi kong upang sa ganon, ang mga sa tingin mo hindi ka totoo ay magiging totoo ka at yung totoo ay maniwalang totoo ka at yung hindi talagang tunay na alagad ay maging alagad ni Kristo. So, aiisa uh, lang ang patutunguhan nito. Ito ay pagiging totoong alagad ni Jesus. So, people who makes no pretense of following Jesus, people that say they follow Him and have a surface connection with Him and people who truly follow Him. So, tatlo, di ba? Not all belief is real. Tandaan natin, ha? Marami ng mga, mga katuruan na lumalabas kahit dito sa YouTube, kahit dito sa Facebook, kahit saan pa makikita natin ang mga mga katuruan na hindi totoo. Why did Jesus bring up this distinction? It's disturbing actually. It makes the squirm and ask ourselves the question, which one we are? 
he brought it up because of verse 30. And verse 30, it says, As he was saying these things, many believed in him. There has been a large response to what he was teaching. And whenever there is a large response to anything, you may guess that some are being carried along by the crowd. If your friends are going, it's easy for you to go. Diba? Remember yung mga, yung mga summer camps? Remember yung mga uh, spiritual retreats? Madali, diba? Subalit, ikaw ba ay na, na damay lamang? O ikaw ba ay totoo? Diba? Even if you wouldn't go on your own, you are along for the ride. So Jesus doesn't assume that all this beliefs is real. What he does is give a test that we can use to see if we are real. And in giving us this test, Jesus helps us be real. It is not just a test of reality, it is a pathway to reality. So when we say, ah, ito ay, ay uh, realidad, kailangan makita natin ano ba ang sinasabi ni Jesus upang sa ganun masasabi ko na ako ay tunay na alagad ng Panginoon. Now, so what becomes clear here again as we have seen several times before uh, is what John meant when he wrote in John 20 verse 31. These are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in His name. He meant that this gospel was written not just to awaken faith in non-disciples, but also to wake up people who think they are disciples but aren't. Diba? And to help those who are real disciples confirm their reality and be stronger in their faith. John's gospel is written to sustain faith as well as we as create it. So, tutuloy tayo. Being a true disciple. What does that mean? Or what does Jesus mean by saying in verse 31, you are truly my disciple? Let's be clear here for for Jesus, true disciple is the same as true Christian. Magkapareho lang siya, ba? There's no such stage. If you are a Christian, then you are a disciple. If you are a true Christian, then you are a true disciple. Jesus is not saying that true disciple is the second stage. It's not like that. Disciple is synonymous for being a Christian. If you are a Christian, therefore, you follow Jesus Christ. There are There have been ministries who talk that way. Parang, Parang ay, Kristiyano, mga Kristiyano lang yan tayo, mga disciple tayo. It's not like that. Ang katotohanan, pag sinabi mong ang, ang buhay mo ay buhay sa paglilingkod ng Panginoon o pananampalataya sa Panginoon, pareho lang yun. Christian and disciple are synonymous. Diba? So, there is uh, no thought here about true discipleship being a second stage of Christian maturity. True disciple means true believer or true Christian or true follower. It means, for example, truly forgiven for your sins. Diba? Tingnan natin yung, yung verse 24. 
I told you that you would die in your sins for unless you believe that I am he who will die in your sins. So, he says, if you believe in me, you won't die in your sin. So, yun yung idea. Yun yung uh, sinasabi ng Panginoon na ikaw ay kristyano. Kung ikaw ay totoong kristyano, ikaw ay totoong disciple. Ikaw ay totoong alagad. So, hindi po pwede nating i-accept yung idea na kung saan na sinasabi ng iba na ang Christian ay Christian lang at ang disciple ay disciple. It's not like that. Hindi ito pagalingan. Ito ay kung ito ikaw ba ay totoo o hindi. O nagpapanggap, di ba? Doon sa sa tinatawag na ikaw ay ay pinatawad ng Panginoon, ibig sabihin ikaw ay alagad ng Panginoon. Diba? Jesus is called the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. How does he do that? He tells us in John 10:15, sabi, I lay down my life for the sheep. So, Jesus takes our place. He took our place and received uh, God's punishment of death with which we deserve. So, the idea there is that once you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, therefore you are a disciple. Diba? Huwag mong i-accept yung fact na porket uh, hindi mo ginagawa yung pinapagawa. <laughs> Kung minsan, na, natatali tayo doon eh. Nagiging, nagiging dogma padating sa church na kapag ka ikaw ay um, hindi nagdi-disciple, diba? Yung... yung Uh, hindi mo ginagawa yung ginagawa nilang uh, religiously, eh, hindi ka disciple, ikaw ay Christian lang. It's not like that. And I tell you the truth, there's no verse in the Bible or whatsoever that telling it that telling us that there is such stage wherein first you become Christian and then you become a disciple. No! If you are a Christian, you are a disciple. If you are a disciple, you are a Christian. If you are a real disciple, you are a real Christian. And if you are a real Christian, you are a real disciple. Kung fake kang disciple, fake kang Christian. Kung fake kang Christian, fake kang disciple. <laughs> parang, ano, no? Parang, uh, um, parang magulo. Subalit, tandaan nyo natin to. Ito ay nagkakapagbigay sa atin ng kagaangan ng loob dahil sa pababagitan ng pag-aalala na ikaw ay kristyano at ikaw din ay alagad, hindi mo ibibilang ang sarili mo at ikakategorize mo ang sarili mo na second class disciple o second class Christian. Napakaganda, di ba? And I tell you, you need to take it in. Take that one in. Because I tell you, there are a lot of people, leaders, churches, ch- church leaders, magsasabi sa'yo, if you are not doing this, if you're not doing that, then you're not a disciple. Pero tinanggap mo si Jesus, and you are God's workmanship. Oh, nakalimutan natin yun, di ba? Siguro nakakalimutan palagi yun. We are God's workmanship. That is in Ephesians chapter uh, 2, verse 10. Di ba? Workmanship. Ibig sabihin, ikaw ay hinahasa at hinahasa ka ng Panginoon. Magpahasa ka kay Lord. The mere fact that you profess that you 
accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Therefore, it only means one thing. You are a disciple of Jesus Christ. Listen to this amazing word about God's wrath in John 3.36. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. But if you have believed, you truly believe. Diba? Hindi po ako okay. naniwala ka tapos hindi ka mo ginagawa yung ginagawa nila. Eh, hindi ka na. Wala, wala ka na doon. It's not like that. The problem is that people or church leaders or church itself, nalagyan nila ng uh, category lahat ng mga bagay sa loob ng church. It's not, it's not uh, bad to categorize people that, oh, there are new Christians. There are new believers. It's not bad. Oh, ito, these are old Christians. They are, these are the, the old believers, mga matatanda sa iglesia. Hindi matanda ng, na edad, pero matanda na sa pananampalataya. It's not, it's not bad, pero kung ilalagay mo sa perspective na kung saan dinadowngrade yung Christian doon sa tinatawag na disciple, then it's wrong. That is wrong. Di ba? Wrong. God's wrath does not remain on you. Never again will you taste it. Hindi na sa'yo ang sumpa dahil tinanggap ito ng ating Panginoong Jesus at binayaran niya lahat ng ating kasalanan. Therefore, you are a disciple of Jesus Christ. Sabihin mo sa sarili mo, I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, a true disciple in John chapter 8, verse 31, is a true Christian, a true believer. His sins are truly forgiven. The wrath of God never again rests on him. He has a true eternal life. Totoo. He is one of Jesus' sheep, and no one can pluck him out of his hands. Just like it says in John chapter 10, verse 29. He is no longer slave, but a son of God. Kantayo, di ba? I am no longer slave. So, yun, hindi, hindi ka na slave. Ikaw ay anak ng Diyos. That is in, in 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. So, a true disciple. You are a true Christian. A true Christian is a true disciple. Huwag kang malungkot kung hindi mo man nagagawa yung mga bagay na ginagawa na ng matatandang kristyano, huwag kang malungkot dahil hindi ka second class sa paningin ng Diyos. Amen ba doon? Amen. The next one is that uh, I am referring to the word, my word. When Jesus said, uh, if you abide in my word, the word is singular. Diba? Word, hindi words. Uh, this means that Jesus is thinking of the sum of all that he has taught. Yung kabuuan, hindi yung isa-isa kabuuan. We could live it that, at that. Jesus means abide in the sum of all. Diba? All. Yun ang kahulugan nun. But um, siguro marahil, Jesus wants us to ponder that the sum of that word is, and surely the answer to that is, He is the sum of His word. Siya yun. Remember, 
yung yung mga mga words ng Panginoong Jesus like I am the bread of life, I am the light of the world, I am not of this world, I am the good shepherd, I am in the Father, I am the resurrection and the life. When you talk all these words together, they have one great focus, Jesus himself. That is why when Jesus said in in this uh, very um, verse that we are talking about, if you abide in my word, that means if you abide in the wholeness of him, he is. If you want to know Jesus, you can know him through his word and the wholeness of him. Ibig sabihin, nakadepende ang buhay mo sa kanya. That's what I think and I believe that what Jesus is saying, if you abide in my word, if you abide in me, yun ang ibig sabihin ni Jesus. Dahil makikita mo, kahit doon sa opening word statement ng John, sa John chapter 1, sabi doon, in the beginning there was a word and the word was God. Yun, yun ang nakalagay doon at makikita natin na ang tinatawag na salita ay siya. Di ba? So, ano namang, uh, I mean, ano naman para sa atin ito? Bilang alagad. Bilang alagad, tandaan natin na hindi na tayo doon sa tinatawag na law. Tayo ngayon ay nasa tinatawag na biyaya ng Panginoon. At ang biyaya dapat isabuhay natin. Ang biyaya, ang presensya ng Panginoon ay nasa sa atin. Yun po yung unmerited favor ng Panginoon. Which is why when you get to chapter 15, Jesus said, Not only abide in my word, but abide in me. Diba? If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch. That is in uh, verse 6 in John 15, diba? So the answer to our second question would be the phrase, My word here in uh, John chapter 8 verse 31 refers to the sum of the wholeness, the God, Jesus teaching, which is summed up in himself and all that he is for us as the crucified and the risen son. Like, for example, Ang pag-ibig ng Panginoong Jesus, ang pag-ibig ng Panginoong Jesus ay na, tayo ay, ay namamangha at hindi lang tayo namamangha, tayo ay nabubuhay ayon sa pag-ibig ng Panginoong Jesus at yung pag-ibig na yon ay nagmamanifest sa atin at dahil nagmamanifest ito, dahil nakikita natin siya, nalaman natin kung sino siya at ang pag-ibig na yon doon sa kapwa natin na ibibigay natin. So that's how it differs, di ba? Kung sinabi mong, ah, siguro sinasabi ni Jesus dito ay uh, palagay ko yung mga batas, maging mabuti ako. Hindi naman masama na maging mabuti. Subalit kung ang iniisip mo ay paparusahan ka at uh, uh, bibigyan ka ng penalty ng Panginoon dahil sa mga uh, mga batas na iyong nilabag, hindi po yun ang ibig niyang sabihin dahil ang pinakaibig sabihin ng Panginoong Jesus dito ay yung kabuuan niya, ang pagkadependent natin sa Kanya. Amen. Amen. So, nawa, nagkakaroon tayo ng malinaw na understanding pagdating sa tinatawag na 
grace ng ating Panginoon, ang biyaya ng Panginoon. This is an unmerited favor of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm telling this because this is the most important uh, part of your life, having that faith in Jesus, the faith that, that uh, we are saved by grace through our faith, not by our good works. So that no one may boast. Again, Ephesians chapter 2. So, which brings me to another point. Sabi niya, in. In, what does it mean when uh, nilagay doon yung in my word? In, di ba? Uh, here's a picture of what I think it means. The word of Jesus that he, that with himself as the center and focus of it, has a kind of force field, like a magnetic field, parang ano, parang Camp Big Falcon. Siguro hindi nyo alam yon sa Voltes 5 yun. <laughs> parang Camp Big Falcon na merong force field. And when you are in His Word, that means you are in that force field. Nandudoon ka sa atmosphere ng Panginoon. Hindi kanya pababayaan. In Romans, nothing can separate us from the love of God through Christ Jesus. So, in His Word, that is in Him. Amen. Why is it it's important to say that? It is important because we know that we are in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every day, moment by moment. It is important because we believe and we become aware of His presence all the time. It is important because even in this pandemic, God is in control. That is why I will never fear. So ito yung mga dapat nating makita when we say, in, in His Word. So when Jesus says, if you abide in my Word, that is in His words, means being in the persuasion of His truth and the attraction of its beauty and the treasuring of its value and the peacefulness of the gray of its grace and power and the nourishment of its bread and the refreshment of its water and the brightness of its light. Hindi po galing sa akin yung galing po yun sa um, ating uh, uh, binabasa na taklat ngayon. To be in the Word of Jesus is a whole new life. That is what it is to be a true disciple. Bagong buhay, bagong atmosphere, bagong bahay, bagong buhay. Being in the atmosphere, that means you are abiding in the truth. And that truth is our Lord Jesus Christ. So, when it, what does it mean to abide in His Word? The word abide, it simply means remain. It doesn't carry in it any special spiritual connotation in itself. It means remain in His Word. Don't leave it. Don't leave His presence. This doesn't mean that you can't lay your Bible down and go to work. No, 
Abiding in the word of Jesus means remaining in that force field. Remaining in the presence of our Lord all the time. Knowing that He is present. That means you acknowledge His presence in your life. Napakaganda ng promise ng Panginoon kahit doon sa Psalm 91. I will deliver him. I will rescue him for he acknowledges my name. How good is that to you? For me, if I am a disciple of Jesus Christ, that is very good. That is powerful for me. And having that in mind, in my heart, and in my spirit, having that in my life, I know that whatever whatever things happen to me or to my family or to anyone else, God is in control. I'm not saying I'm strong, but God is strong in me. I'm not saying that I can do it, but I can do it with Jesus Christ and His Holy Spirit. I'm not saying that I am. Uh, I can. I can uh, um, have a. A positive uh, attitude or a positive thinking about it, but the Lord Jesus Christ, His Holy Spirit, will enable me to say that God is good all the time. I'm not perfect. Malami akong iniisip. At maraming mga bagay na nakakapagpahina sa akin. So, balit by the mere fact that I am a Christian, I am a real Christian, I am a real believer, I am a real disciple, I can only say this, that God is good all the time in my life. So, how are abiding in His Word and truly being His disciple related to each other? If you abide in my Word, you are truly my disciple. Jesus is saying that the mark of a true disciple is lasting, enduring, persevering, keeping on in the force field of the Word. Come, big falcon. <laughs> Temporary taste of the truth and beauty and value and power and grace and the bread and water and the brightness of the word do not make you Christian. The mark of a Christian is that we taste and we stay with Christ. To whom shall we go? You, O Lord, have the words of life. That is John chapter 6, verse 68. So, there is this power of Jesus' word. That is the power. If you are a believer in Jesus, may the Lord use this word to confirm and strengthen and strengthen your heart in the word of Jesus. Now, ang mga sinasabi natin ngayon, ay magbigay sa'yo ng uh, ang kasiyahan at encouragement na hindi pala ako second class kasi Christian lang ako. There's no such thing. But being a Christian is being a disciple. 
And if you truly want to be a real Christian and a real disciple, think about this. You have that, that uh, understanding that the presence of God and the awareness that the Holy Spirit is with you and you will be with Him because you believe. God bless you.